You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. My name is Stephanie. My name is Katie. And ooh, you didn't say your last name this time. You didn't either. I'd like to think that they we're know on, us. Yeah, I'd like to think that we're on a first name basis now. Um, but we're your hosts. Welcome back. Today we are getting the local lowdown of Nantucket, Massachusetts, with Stacy Lululet. It was a great interview. Um, but before Katie graces us with another fantastic intro, I have our city fun fact to share. Not sure if we should call it a fun fact or just a fact, but are you ready for it, Katie? Love it. All right. James A. Folger, born and raised on Nantucket, founded the Folger Coffee Company in 1872. Wow. Yeah. So two things come from that. One, it's a good run for Folgers, 1872, and they're yeah. still in it. Yeah. It's quite the accomplishment. Two, it got me thinking, Folgers has arguably one of the stickiest taglines of all time. Oh, no. What? Did, oh, no. As soon as you say it. Come on. Waking up. Um, I can hum it to you and then you can. The best part. Oh, yeah. Is that going to be stuck in the, is that going to be stuck in my head the rest of the day? Yeah. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. It's been stuck in, stuck in my head all day. Do you drink Folgers? I'm not a Folgers gal. I feel like my mom did have it pre-K-cup and espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. What about you? No, I don't. But like I don't good- drink coffee, but I mean, I think I've, I've had it before and I think it's good. You'd rather run on Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. What another great tagline. America runs on Duncan. Yeah. What's another good tagline? I'm trying to think. Now I can only think of the best part of waking up. Oh, oh, safe light repair, safe light repair, safe light replace. <laughs> right. But like, what is the company for that? Safe light. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. The only thing that's coming to mind is. Nike, just do it. Nike, just do it. <laughs> Geico. So dumb a caveman can, can do it. I hate those commercials. Um, I also had a fun fact that I just wanted to tell you, and I don't know how credible it is, but I read online that there are no stoplights in Nantucket. Yeah. So that was going to be my fun fact. And then I decided to pivot because I thought Folgers deserved yeah. to shout out. But yeah, that's a fun little fact. That's peaceful. Getting to walk everywhere. Or bike. It doesn't. It sounds sounds kind of like a little movie set. It kind of reminds me of like a little neighborhood back behind East Bay in Charleston or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, but tell us more. Yes. So today, um, like Stephanie said, we're talking to Stacy Luluette, and she's taking us around to the gorgeous island of Nantucket. Stacy is the owner and editor of not only the Nantucket Scout Guide, but she also owns Palm Beach and Jupiter. Florida. If you're not familiar with the Scout Guide, it is a print and online publication that showcases local and small businesses in over 60 different cities across the U.S. These guides are great for travelers and locals alike as they share stories and tips from other entrepreneurs, artists, and artisans and are distributed every year. Stacey just launched the Nantucket Scout Guide and the first thing that catches our eye is the perfect New England blue. She splits her time between Nantucket and Palm Beach, loves traveling, yoga, bike riding, entertaining friends, and her two dogs. She has a history in marketing 
and design and fashion, making her perfect to share where to stay, dine, drink, and play for your lovely weekend getaway in Nantucket, Massachusetts. So let's get into today's episode. All right, everyone, we are here in Nantucket, Massachusetts with Stacy Luliet. Stacy, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown of Nantucket, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Hi, everyone. My name is Stacy Luliet. I am the owner and editor of the Scout Guide Nantucket, and I also own the Scout Guide Palm Beach and the Scout Guide Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens. Amazing. And can you walk us through what the Scout Guide is and what your role specifically is as an editor? Of course. Yeah. So the Scout Guide is a collection of city guides in over 60 cities across the country. Our main focus is to help celebrate and support local businesses and independently owned organizations and um, entrepreneurs and artists. And really, um, the editor's goal is to kind of share the story of the community through the pages of the guide. Um, We're an annual publication. And like I said, we're in over 60 cities, almost 70 cities now. We're entirely women owned um, and women founded. Uh, We were founded by Susie Matheson and Christy Ford and are based in um, Charlottesville, Virginia. We are a franchise and our editors and owners own territories across the country. Since it's a franchise, do you have to buy, do you have to go in and like apply for the city? Yes. Yes. No, that's a good question. And, and I'm actually, um, I sit on our franchise advisory council, um, for headquarters. So I'm kind of involved in, in, you know, operational decisions and, and, you know, bigger picture stuff that, you know, is also includes my markets, but I'm very interested in the operations of, of TSG as a whole. And my focus, one of my, I have two focuses on the council and one is new market development. And we, as a franchise, you know, Susie and Christy are so careful um, and mindful about who, you know, comes on as editors. It takes a certain personality, a certain person, um, and you do purchase the franchise um, territory. But I think they've, you know, really collected such a wonderful group of ladies over the years. And, and we do um, allow men editors as well. We just, we just all happen to be <laughs> female owned right now, but um but it is really an incredible community and I love being a part of it. I've been an entrepreneur most of my career um, and I, I love the mission to, to help support and celebrate small businesses. And with the year we've had last year, I think that, you know, our message now is louder than ever to help support local. And, and so it's a really amazing thing to be a part of and something I'm very, I'm very proud to, to be on the team And we are so excited to have you on the podcast. You're basically a New Englander yourself. I love hearing the passion. I can really tell that you love this island so much. So we kind of talked about this, but let's talk about why someone should consider visiting Nantucket. But I'm also curious why they should visit Nantucket over, I guess, you know, Cape Cod or Martha's Vineyard. That's a good question. You know, I I love the island of Nantucket. I was taken down there by um, dear friends of mine, um, the Frisbee family that spends, splits their time in between Nantucket and Palm Beach. And that's how I first started to go up there. Nantucket is such a special place. It's, it's home to so many creative, you know, unique individuals and, and um, is really, you know, a gathering place for, for lots of New Englanders during um, summer. And it's, so special because it's accessible only by ferry or by flight, you know, and it's 30 miles out to sea off the coast of the mainland. And, you know, it's just so charming and um, really an idyllic island paradise. The 
the Nantucketers are very, I guess, you know, proud of, of being Nantucketers. And there is not a lot of overlap between the vineyard and Nantucket or Cape Cod. I mean, there's a little bit of travel, of course, but um, most people, if you're, if you're vineyard people, you're on vineyard. If you're Nantucket people, you're on Nantucket. I just talked to one of our, our business owner or our members at our launch party the other day. And I said, you know, when's the last time you went over to the vineyard? And she was like, I, I can't even remember. I've lived here 20 years. I don't even think I've been over there. So it's, it's astonishing to me because it's so close, you know, but, mm-hmm. but it, it really is different. And, and most of the people, you know, for both islands, really, you know, their population grows to like three times the size during the summer season. So it's really an intense, you know, few months. And, and that's when, you know, everyone kind of is there and they're like a bunch of events and then, and and all the locals, you know, that's where they make their livelihood is during those three months. And then, Mm -hmm. and then it kind of shuts down. It's really quiet during the off season. So it's just, you know, part of that is the weather too. Um, It is really bitterly cold up there in the winter. So summer is definitely high season from Memorial day to labor day. And, uh, the, but there's the events beforehand, Nantucket is known for a lot of their, you know, their festivals and they have, you know, it's kind of kicks off with the daffodil festival, which is in spring in like usually in April. Um, and then there's a Fagawi regatta, which is in the end of May, that's Memorial day weekend. The weather up there is still kind, it's not summer weather, you know, so it's even this past week when I was. Um, you know, there for our launch, there is, it was, you know, 50 and rainy and chilly. And, and that's how, you know, Nantucket gets its, its name, the gray lady, because it's, it's, you know, overcast. And if it's windy and cold, you know, the, it's not summer, summer weather. But I would say, you know, during the book festival, which is in June, also the film festival is around there, it really starts to pick up and, and especially, you know, mid June and 4th of July are, are really big holidays or 4th of July is a really big holiday up there. Um, and that's, it's really busy. I love being up there in the summer, but I actually prefer being there in the fall, like September, October, because if you like, you know, I don't get, I live in Palm beach most of the year and I don't get the seasons. I, I grew up in the, mid, in the Midwest. So I miss, you know, the, the changing of the leaves and I miss, you know, the first, you know, flowers of spring and things like that. So I love going up there in the fall because it's a little bit quieter. Um, but the weather is just, you know, that crisp, crisp fall air, but it's not cold. And, and the island is really just gorgeous. So it t- depends on what you're looking for. You know, if, if you want sort of the busyness of, of high season, summer is a great time to go, but it is of course more expensive to go at that time of year and harder, harder to get there. I feel like because of the expense of everything, it's harder to find a place to stay. It's hard, you know, unless you book like a year in advance. So, you know, it, it doesn't mean it's impossible. I, I, you know, if anyone's thinking about going up this summer and hasn't yet made their plans, I would definitely encourage them to, to still try because you can definitely, you know, find some Airbnbs and B&Bs. There's so many charming inns and bed and breakfasts and things like that, but things do book up pretty quickly. So best yeah. to look early. Yeah. And before we get into where to stay, let's talk about actually like physically getting on Island. Sure. Would you recommend someone fly in to the Cape and then ferry over or like fly directly on to the Island? Cause there is a airport, correct? There is. Yes, there is an airport. And, um, I, I'm, this is not, this is like a shameless plug. I'm a JetBlue girl. I'm like, I love JetBlue. So I, so I, I will, I usually fly JetBlue up to Boston and then, you know, over to Nantucket, either on Cape air, which is another airline. They have a partnership with Delta Mm -hmm. or you can go. Sometimes I go Palm beach to DC. DC has a direct flight to Nantucket, which is really nice. So JetBlue also flies to New York and to Boston. So 
out of out of the Nantucket airport. So it's it's easy it's been easier to get there. What people usually do is, you know, if you find a Boston, you need to drive down to Hyannis and take the ferry from there. And there and Highline Ferry is from there. And I know there's a ferry from New York as well. I believe it's like five hours. So it's just, you know, it depends on what you're like travel because it does take a little while to get there. So yeah. just plan up for that accordingly. So if you were to take the ferry and you didn't necessarily like want to rent a car and like take mm-hmm. it with you the entire weekend, is there, right. do you know if there's any like shuttles or like the jitney or, or something? That oh, right, right, right. Like airport? for the I, yeah. I don't think so. I've always just Ubered um, from the airport. I've taken the ferry a couple of times and that's, that's, I've just Ubered down there or gone with someone who mm-hmm. lives there and has a car. They don't have as far as far as I know, they don't have anything that's like, like a jitney or like, you know, that the buses they have out to the Hamptons, they have, they don't do anything like that. So you're kind of on your own, unfortunately. Okay. But good to know that like Ubers will take you all the way there. Yes. Even though it yeah. I was like shocked, but it is, yeah, it's quite a drive, but I've definitely done it before. So it's doable. Cool. Well, that was a great intro and a great background. So the first segment that we're going to get into is where to stay. And actually, before we get into that, can you tell us a little bit about how big the island is? So the island is 14 miles wide or 14 miles long by three miles wide. And like I said, it's like 30 miles out to sea. And it is it is much smaller than Martha's Vineyard, if you're looking at like comparison Okay. of island. So it's, it's not that big. Most of the activity in town or, you know, most of the activity on the island happens in town, what we call in town that is close to Nantucket, you know, Harbor and, you know, where the ferries come in and all of that. That's where most of the activity is and where, you know, most of the places are that I like to stay. But again, it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking to kind of like escape and get away wall when it is great. And that's like up and up on, on the other end of the island. And, you know, people love Sconset too. It's really quiet and, you know, people love, love it out there. But, um, I think that, you know, most of the rest, like Monomoy and stuff like those are, that's like more, more residential. So you're not going to have like a town there or anything like the main town is town. There's only one town. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, there are lots of different options. I love Harborview cottages that is right in town kind of right by um, straight wharf and it is like you're running your own little house for the week you got a kitchen you've got bedrooms and things like that it's great to do if you're with a group and it's a perfect location and I also love Hotel Pippa that was just redone they are you know close in town too but a little bit um, up on up on like the hill and but everything's walkable I mean I, I mean everyone walks everywhere there you know so it's a very walkable community And I also love the white elephant and that's kind of like an iconic, you know, Nantucket hotel. They also own the Wawinet as well. So they've got a couple different properties there, but white elephant has been a partner with the scout guide for a while. They also have a location down here in Palm beach. So we're very familiar with their, with their team and, and they do a great job and they have a larger property kind of in town. And then a couple, a couple others kind of like sporadically placed around town, but, but those are my favorite I also love Graydon House as well. And Jared Coffin House is wonderful too. And those are, you know, smaller like bed and breakfasts and, you know, like not full service resorts, but, but really, really charming. And and I think a great place to stay if you want to be in town. How much do you think we should expect to pay per night for the hotels that you've mentioned? 
Yeah. It, um, it just depends on the time of year you're going, you know, sometimes when I'm there in off season and I'll just like, you know, kind of make a last minute trip, I'll go up in like September or October and, you know, hotel rooms can be anywhere from like, you know, 200, like, or, you know, you may find a deal for like under 200, but most are going to be around 200, 250. Um, I found, you know, rooms for that at some of my favorite hotels that usually during season are like over a thousand a night. So it just depends like high season. That's when things are expensive. You got to remember like, that's when everyone makes their money. So there's just so much demand for them that they can charge those higher prices. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can definitely find some deals, you know, I would say, you know, it's, during high season, if you want to stay somewhere, I, I would say like bed and breakfasts are probably like your best, best, you know, most cost efficient way to, to do that. Yeah. 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 And then is there an Airbnb or like house rental situation? Because I was doing some research and it looks like there were, I saw a lot of articles about the town just rejecting short-term home rentals. I don't know a lot about that, but a lot of um, the Nantucket or like the, the owners and the, and, and the real estate, um, groups are trying to get away because people will say like, Oh, I want to stay for one night and, and just the changeover and everything is hard. Mm -hmm. So there will be things like you have to stay like a minimum of a certain number of nights, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Airbnb, like there are still Airbnb or VRBO rent right, options. Of course. Yeah. There's but there's still just minimums. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, now that we have a pillow for our heads, let's move on to mm -hmm. our next segment, where to eat. So Stacey, what are your top three restaurants on Nantucket? Uh, it's so hard because there are so many good ones. Yeah. Um, I will say my favorite thing to do, and I, and I just did this last week. I took, I was with some people who had never been to Nantucket. I love going to crew crew is, um, you know, seafood, like oyster bar, um, a, a fabulous restaurant right on the docks there. Um, in the harbor. And it's just, it's just, I love the atmosphere there. And I love, I'm an oyster girl. I can eat oysters like all day long when I'm in Nantucket. So to me, they have the best and I really love the atmosphere. They've got, you know, some really fun kind of parties they do around like a Christmas stroll, which I'll talk about in a minute, but crew is my favorite. It's a, it's like quintessential Nantucket to me. And so that's always like one of my first stops. I also love um, proprietors. They have a lot of vegan options and the food is just delicious. Um, so I definitely recommend proprietors. The Nautilus is great um, as well. And they're one of the restaurants there that will only take reservations day of. So you have to go at like two o'clock to make a reservation for that night. So, so some of the restaurants there are like that. Um, and uh, definitely, you know, try their, try their uh, blue crab fried or fried blue crab fried shrimp fried rice, which is so good. Oh um, it's my favorite. Everyone loves it. So that's, that's definitely one to try. Um, and I love Lola 41. Um, they also have a restaurant down here in Palm beach. Um, and they, they really do a great job, Marco and Mark and the team. Um, it's sushi. And then it kind of like turns into like a nightclub after 10 o'clock, you know, oh. like the music on, they clear the tables out. So, okay. so there's, um, so Lola's, yeah, Lola's a great spot. And I also really love Galley beach for the sunset. If you're looking for a, the, a great place for a sunset, Galley beach is, is the place to go. It's really such a special spot and, um, is known for their sunsets. So definitely check that out. Okay. So POV you're having a beach day and you want to stop in somewhere quick for like a sandwich. Where are we going? So there are a couple spots. I really love corner table. 
Um, it's also a coffee shop. They've got like great little, you know, to go like, you know, little salads and sandwiches and they can warm them up for you there. And it's a great coffee, coffee. I'm a tea drinker, not a coffee drinker, but that's where I go and have all my meetings and um, I'll sit and drink tea for like most of the day and have people like just come meet me in my office, what I call my office up there. Love that. Um, so that's, it's a really great spot. I also love the beat and there are a couple new places that have opened up recently. The beat is great for like fresh salads and, you know, they've got, you know, sandwiches and really, you know, healthy kind of, you know, options as well. But, but most of, most of the restaurants there, um, are like dine-in only, you know, there's, there's and and, but it's, but it can be very quick, you know, it's not like a formal, like sit down thing, but, um, but I definitely love corner table. Lemon press is another one of my mm. favorites that's on main street. And they're also kind of like a juice bar, but also really healthy options. And you can do dine-in or takeaway from there. Okay. Are there any like little lunch places that you can, if you're on the beach, you can just Come in. Yeah. Um, I really like um, Millie's up in um, Mattaquet Beach. So that's kind of on like, that's not close to town. But um, but if you're on Mattaquet Beach, which is one of the best beaches there. Um, Millie's is a great spot. My one of my favorites is Jetty's Sandbar. Um, and they it's another like oyster spot, but they've got like great little beach food. And then you're right on Jetty's Beach. So if you're on the beach, you can just like walk up to you know, it's like literally right on the beach, but there's not a lot of like on beach restaurants there. Um, Millie's is a little like, it's not on the beach. It's like a little bit of a walk, but Jetty's is your go-to for that. And then Galley Beach too is also on beach restaurant. So moving into the next segment, where to drink. So Nantucket just seems like the most amazing place to just sit back and enjoy a cocktail or a glass of rosé watching the sunset. So tell us where your favorite places are to grab a drink wine, cocktails, breweries. I did see that there was at least one. Yes. <laughs> Cisco brewery is fantastic and it's quite an experience. So you can go there. Um, it's not in town. You definitely would have to like take a cab, um, or take an Uber up there or drive up there, but it's so much fun. They usually have live music. Um, and it's just a great local brewery and it's very popular, you know, with the locals and the tourists alike. So you can spend all day there and, you know, they've got oysters up there and other food. And so you can just like hang out for the day up there. I love Cisco and it's definitely like a Nantucket must. I also really like after house as well. They are a restaurant, but they kind of have a great bar scene too. Um, and back bar at Ventuno is really good. One of my favorite places, which I think shocks some people because they know me, I don't drink. And so I'm not like a big like bar scene girl, but I do love the chicken box. And the chicken box is like this dive bar and they have live music and it's just so much fun. So like people go dance there all night and they've got great live bands and they're always rotating and they do like cover bands and they, it's just like, it can get kind of crazy. And I think sometimes I'm like too old for this, but you see like, everyone from like college kids to like someone's mom there like dancing it's just so much fun so the chicken box is a definite must I definitely say go to the chicken box and rowdy at the chicken box yeah getting rowdy at the chicken box yes what's your go-to cocktail or <laughs> sorry not cocktail mocktail do you have a mocktail do, yeah um, no I'm really boring I I I just like club soda with three limes that's my drink um that's refreshing but, I will say, I know because I mean, I, I have a lot of friends that do drink and the mudslides at straight, straight wharf are, I guess, like legendary. So that's, 
I, I don't know. It sounds good. I feel like it's like a milkshake of some sorts, but people just love them. So it sounds delicious. Yep. And then what about drinking on the beach? Do you know if that's allowed or if it's frowned upon, you can get tickets. Does it need to be kind of concealed like in a cup? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, you might be able to drink at jetties, but I'm not sure. I think on all the beaches you can drink. I don't think that's a, that's a problem, but I, I could be mistaken. I'm not, I'm not sure. I've, I've never checked actually. Okay. <laughs> cool. Let's just assume that it's illegal and that you should probably just put it in like a Yeti because yeah. on Memorial day weekend, my friends and I just went to Charleston and we like assumed like it was fine to drink on the beach. Um, and then the beach patrol came over. Oh and- no. Yeah, they made us empty out everything and find us and we had to leave. So maybe Oh no. I know. So let's just assume that it's illegal. Just so you don't steer anyone in the wrong direction, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, now that we are full from all this food, we're a little tipsy. Let's move into activities. So Stacy, what are some things in Nantucket you'd recommend someone to do when they're on the island? So one thing I love to do, um, to take new people to, and one thing I always do, um, is I love to go to Brant Point Lighthouse. Um, it's like the second oldest lighthouse, I think in the country or something. And, and it's, I don't know all the history of it. I I should know that a little bit better, but it's just like a really picturesque, like it's the first thing people see when they come in the Harbor and it's got a big American flag on it most of the time. Like, it's just, it's a really cool spot. And so, you know, we, I always love going there. You can, um, in Nantucket, you can take Jeeps on the beach. That's one of like, only like a few places in the country you can do that. And so to take your Jeeps on the beach is really fun. You can rent Jeeps in town and go up there for the day. I love doing that. And Cisco Brewery that I already mentioned is really cool. And Nantucket is you know, there's a lot of history there because it's, you know, it's an, it's an old whaling town. It's a lot of history there. And I would say that, you know, going to the whaling museum or, you know, if you're looking for like, like historical sites is, is really fun. Um, they, I think there are more, you know, New England or, or pre-civil, pre-civil war homes than any other place in the country. So it's just, it's a really, there's a lot of history there. So if you're a history nerd, like I am, it's a really fun place to kind of explore the Nantucket historical association that manages the whaling museum also oversees eight other historical sites on the Island. And so that's something fun to do as well. I also saw that there were, that it was a big town for bike or moped rentals. Yes, yes, yes. It's really easy to rent bikes and, and mopeds around. That's how a lot of people get around town. Most of, of downtown is cobblestone street. So it's not like an easy ride, you know, it's, it's even, you know, in any, in any large vehicle, it's a very bumpy ride through town. Um, and so most people just walk through by foot or, you know, bike, there's wonderful bike paths on the Island. Madiket is, is one of my favorites. I'm a huge rollerblader. So that's what I usually do. Um, but people awesome. love, yeah, I still rollerblade. I don't, I don't know if it's cool anymore, but, but no, I've um, been wanting to get my husband plays ice hockey, but he also oh, has roller fun. roller skates Yeah, and I've been wanting to get roller skates for like five years, but we just never have gotten them. Oh, it's so, it's so fun. It's so fun. I'm a blader, not a skater, like a roller blader, <laughs> not a skater. Yeah. And so I don't know how, how, because I like to go fast. And so my roller blades are like serious inline skates. 
Um, but you know, as long as you're having fun, I mean, that's all that's important. Right. Yeah. I've actually seen like a lot of people rollerblading recently where I It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. (laughs) I think it's cool. It looks so much fun. Yeah, Um, it really is. Going back to the bike rentals, when my family used to go up to the Cape, we used to come to Nantucket for like a bike day. Mm -hmm. And I do remember there's like these trails and they were super scenic. And then one time when we were on Martha's Vineyard, we did biking like on the cobblestone. And, um, it was probably one of the most dangerous things I've ever done. Like my mom oh, yeah. was like, when I get, so, yeah, sometimes I get caught with my blades on the cobblestones and it's like, it's a, it's no, it's a no go. Like you just need to know how to take them off and just walk. It's just not good. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was like, how stupid am I to have my four kids <laughs> bike through Martha's vineyard with like <laughs> cars blowing by us. It, yeah. was, it was fun. Also no heels for dinner. Yeah. No heels for dinner. I would say leave your heels at home for Nantucket period. Yeah. Um, it's just not smart. And if you do have a few drinks, uh, you know, especially like late night or if you're out at like, you know, the box chicken box or like club car or something. Um, club car is also a great spot. It is a wonderful restaurant, but it turns into like a sing-along piano bar um, after a certain oh. time of the evening. So that's really fun. But if you're out and about walking around, you don't want to deal with heels. They're, the heels are like, should be banned from Nantucket because it's just, no, it's a, ca- it's a pretty casual place. You know, um, mm. a lot of people are, are in flats or like espadrilles are fine or stuff like that, yeah. but it's not really like a fancy dress up, like kind of, kind of vibe there. So, yeah. And then before we move on, I'd love to talk about like the beaches. So I'm assuming all the beaches are public, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, if you have like, I think the wall went at like up at the wall went at, like they may have a private beach or something like that. And like our surf club has a private beach, but for the most part, like a lot of the beaches are public. Like Steps Beach is public and Vatican is public and all of that. So, okay. Do you have a favorite beach? I, I love Steps Beach. It is a really, really beautiful beach. Um, and there's a long staircase. That's why it's called Steps Beach that, that goes down, you know, to the beach. And it's just like really picturesque. And, and I really like that. Mattica Beach is also wonderful. So those are my two favorites, I think. All right. I have a couple, I just have a couple questions before we move into rapid fire. I know we mentioned Sconson, but I, I saw a couple of things where it was like, definitely go during the day because there's two places, Summer House and Chanticleer. Is it worth going there if you're just there for like a long weekend? Yeah, no, Sconset is, um, is wonderful. And there's a great like bike trail up there. And there's, you know, definitely some things to do during the day. There's not a, like a night scene there or anything like that. Um, Summer House is, is beautiful. And um, they've, there's that, you've got like some, it's a really cute little, little area, but there's not a lot to do in the evening. So I would say it's definitely like a day bike ride kind of, kind of adventure. And I did see that there was like, one family owned farm that was pretty popular that you can go. Um, I think you can go and visit during the day too. Yeah. Bartlett's farm. Bartlett's farm is really great. Um, they have a grocery there and, and a beautiful nursery and, and, you know, a lot of the locals love that they've got prepared foods to go. And so Bartlett's is definitely like a go place to go check out for sure. Oh, awesome. We definitely are going to go there when we visit. Um, but okay. As if we didn't have enough places to check out, we have one last segment, uh, which is the rapid fire round. It's rapid fire round. Where is the most Instagrammable spot on the island? Ooh, um, there's so many. 
I love Brant Point Lighthouse. That's like, I think the most like iconic um, Nantucket or Steps Beach um, on the stairs there. Okay. Best pizza spot. Pizza spot. Oath Pizza and Straight Wharf is really good. What's your favorite event that happens? Oh yeah. My favorite event is Christmas stroll. Um, that's always like the first week after Thanksgiving and the entire town, like just gets like Christmas ready and like all the stores decorate and everyone dresses up and like Christmas, like, like swag, like it's the coolest time of year. And, and because I, I live in Florida now, most of the year, I, I miss, you know, those, the snowy Christmases and white Christmases and things like that. So it's really nice to go up there and get like a jolt of Christmas. They have a parade and Santa comes and it's just a really special time on the Island and and kind of like the closing of season, you know, after that, the Island really gets quiet um, for the rest of the year. And then, you know, through February, March, even, you know, it's, it's really kind of quiet there. So there's not much open. And so Christmas stroll is kind of like the last hurrah for season. Okay. Favorite coffee shop. I love corner table. They're my favorite. Okay. What's the best place to get wine and cheese? Oh, that's a good question. So I love not only for wine and cheese, but the, there's a store called current vintage owned by Elizabeth English. And, um, she is so lovely and has created this really special place on easy street that has incredible vintage clothing. Like she has such an eye for, um, you know, great pieces. And I've gotten a lot of like, ironically, like vintage Lily Pulitzer there up in Nantucket, you would think in Palm beach, I would be able to find, you know, like a lot of vintage Lily, (laughs) but I find a lot of my vintage Lily from, from Beth. Um, and so her store is half vintage clothing, half wine and cheese. And so it's just a fun place, you know, to go, she's got great events and she's got a a, a beautiful selection there and is really, really a, a lovely lady. So current vintage is my favorite wine and cheese spot. What a duo. Mm. I know. I know. It's like, what a fun place to work. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. What's the best beach bar? Um, I like Jetty's. Um, Jetty's Sandbar. Yeah. It's called Sandbar on Jetty's Beach. And that's the best place because Millie's is more of like a restaurant bar. And it's like, you have to walk a little bit, you know, from the beach, but Jetty's is, or Sandbar is right on the beach. So what's your favorite dessert spot? Hmm, I think if you're, if you're an ice cream lover, juice bar is the place to go. They, they, um, have like wonderful homemade ice cream and the line is always out the door. So that's a really popular place for dessert. What's your favorite local business? Understanding that's Uh, going to be a hard question. I know that's so hard for me. I can't, I, I can't play favorites, but I would say, you know, if, if you do go to Nantucket and, you know, have a chance to kind of walk around, you know, main street and center street, and um, Federal Street. And there's so many wonderful small businesses there, boutiques, art galleries. There's a huge art scene on Nantucket. Samuel Owen Gallery, Nathan Coe has a gallery there. There's a, there's so many wonderful, you know, uh, that's become a, a pretty big art scene. So lots of great galleries and bookstores and just special spots. You know, there are really no, the only, um, you know, quote unquote chains on the island are Ralph Lauren has a store there. And, um, Lily Pulitzer has a store there. And those are the only two chains uh, vineyard vines has kind of like a partnership with a, a wonderful store called Murray's toggery shop, mm-hmm. which is where everyone buys their Nantucket reds. So, um, that is, you know, definitely a, a place to check out. If, if you're looking for some Nantucket inspired clothing, go to Murray's, but there's so many wonderful little shops there. It's just such, they, it's all small businesses. So, mm-hmm. um, it's really, it's really a special place. And 
is, I know there's not a lot of chains, but is there anything that you should steer away from that is just, you, you're going there, it's a dead giveaway, you're a tourist and you, it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not really worth it. Um, I, I don't know if there are any places like that. I would say, I, I will tell you what I usually try and steer clear from, like, especially in the high summer months is where the fairies come in because that mm-hmm. is kind of like a mess. There's, there's a bunch of, you know, the bike rental shops and, and scooter rental shops, and there's, you know, little places to grab a sandwich and, and kind of like Nantucket souvenirs on that street that the, uh, fairies come in and it can just be kind of hectic when it's high season. So so get your souvenirs from Murray's or other local shops Correct. that are actually yes. like in town. Right, right, right. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip to share with our listeners? I would say if, you know, if you're going, if you're going to Nantucket, it, it really is such a special, special island. And, you know, when I first started going years ago, it was completely different from what I expected. And I loved, you know, kind of like the relaxed and casual kind of like maritime nautical feel of everything up there. I grew up sailing. So I really love that, that part of the town. There's so much to explore, you know, so much more than just in town. You know, if if you're an outdoors person and, and you like, you know, biking and, and they're beautiful trails and, and it's a lot more than, you know, just like beaches and, and that's it. There's so much more to the Island. You know, you can go clamming there and you can, there's like beautiful, like nature walks and, and things like that. So bring your walking shoes, be ready to explore because there's, you know, there's quite a bit on the Island and that, and that small little, small little Island, but it's a very, very special place. Yeah. And where can our listeners find you on social media? You can find me on social media. Um, my um, Instagram is oh, it's it's S Luliet, so it's S L E U L I E T T E. That's my personal Instagram, and then for my guides, it's just T S G Nantucket and T S G Palm Beach and T S G Jupe J U P I T E R Jupiter P V G. Yeah, what's Jupiter the next one going to be? I feel I have a feeling you're going to have a fourth one soon. I will. I thank you. Thank you for your comments. Yeah, no, this uh, Palm Beach County is so big. Um, I, I, I imagine we will go a little bit West to Wellington cause there's a big horse, you know, community out mm-hmm. there and they've been asking me for a guide, um, or we might go South to Boca Del Rey. So that's kind of mm-hmm. next on my wish list. <laughs> Would you ever do one, um, for anywhere in Michigan? You know, I, I thought about it. I really have, but I, I do feel like it's important for the editor to be there, like in town. I feel like our, our strongest, you know, guides like have like a connection and I just am not there enough, um, you know, to make that happen. But I, I'm working on it because I have a lot of friends up there still. And I'm like, you really should do this. But I, I think that, you know, I'm from Bloomfield Hills um, and I think a Bloomfield, you know, Birmingham guide or even a Detroit guide, there's so much going on there now. I mean, I know they've had a, a rough year with a pandemic, but, but there are great things going on in Detroit and even a Northern Michigan guide would be wonderful. Like Harbor Springs, Charlevoix, Traverse City, um, you know, I think would be great. So we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on today. Katie yeah, and I can't wait. Me. Yeah. Katie and I can't wait to come visit you and we'll definitely keep in touch because you need to do a Jupiter episode and a Palm beach episode. Yes. I would love to. This is so much fun ladies. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And that is a wrap on Nantucket, Massachusetts. If you enjoyed that episode and want more of Nantucket or anywhere in new England, let us know who and where we should interview next. 
And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you found any value in this episode, tell your legal assistant, tell your babysitter, tell your interior designer. They all love to travel and they want to know who's who's who, what, where to go, what they're doing to look like a local. So next week, we're with Ziba Lennox. We're going to be talking all things Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Lauderdale by the Sea to be exact. What a dreamy, charming little town. We can't wait for for the episode. For the episode. But until then, have a wonderful week. Thanks for tuning in again. And sayonara. Sayonara.